Character Fiction, an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We are coming to you all the way from the frozen north. It's not easy to stay sane in Alaska, so we get together with one of our favorite pastimes to let the voices in our heads out to play. <laughs> I'm Wacy, playing Daisy. I'm Zeb, playing Maddox. <laughs> I am Veda, playing Solana. And I am Anna, playing Maeve. I'm Colton, playing the DM. Let's roll to see who's doing our crazy recap. Don't be a bitch, die. I got 18, so not All right, me. 15. I have to edit out. <laughs> so. One. Nine. I got a 16. You get a one? Yeah. Nice. Good for you. What a privilege. <laughs> Twice in a row. And yep. the marks. Get set. Wow. Go. We went to the wagon camp and investigated some smugglers and continued to fight them and free some of their prisoners. Cool. All right. Okay. Didn't need, didn't need 15 <laughs> seconds. Nope. Took yeah. a five second prep time and then boom. <laughs> That's the gist of it. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So uh, at this point, the large bear man has exploded out of the second wagon. The first one is on fire. The third one remains at this point untouched uh i don't think we're going to be an initiative if this kicks off what do you guys want to do i'm going to uh ask marv because he's laying next to me under the the cab in the cab in the cabin the wagon the wagon wagon. that's that's why cabin didn't sound right hey uh marv do you want to help he looks over he's like ah well, I mean, I did the fire thing, and now... <laughs> Look, this is something that'll be really easy. Zero danger. I need you to go to the temple, ask for Solana, tell her friends are in a pickle in the market. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. So you, you want me to leave here? Yes. And go get help? Yes. Done! <laughs> <laughs> he flips his hood up. And like he's running really low, serpentine, and close to the ground, and he like kind of runs across the the open space where all the fires were kind of smoking from the previous night, and the crowd of people just kind of watch him as he runs up to them, and then kind of goes dodging in between their legs, and everybody just turns and then looks back up at this bizarre spectacle. There's probably scattered around the area about 30 different people who are watching this crazy scene unfold. You can hear the occasional murmur of conversation, uh, excited sounding, or uh, the occasional call for help, or should we get help, something like that. And he disappears into the crowd pretty quickly. Cowards are always reliable. Mm. Why didn't I go get help? (laughs) Well, missed that opportunity. I'm going to climb out from under the wagon and just kind of like slowly creep the opposite direction from where my illusion is in combat with the other, the big dude, mm-hmm. um, and try to make my way over to where Dacian is. Okay. So currently... Or, or Maeve, whichever one's closer. Yeah, well, I don't know if you know where... Dacian was on a roof, right? Yeah, he was pretty close to where those two are actually fighting. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. And yeah. Maeve would have followed the uh, Maeve would have followed Mo directly out behind him to kind of see what's going on, and make sure her new friend isn't getting too much trouble without her. Sure. <laughs> At this point, are you maintaining concentration on this spell? Yeah. He, uh, the large, Noel, 
is still squared off with this figure and he's not really moving forward and he's kind of you know just talking crap towards the wagon nobody can see what he's looking or talking to and as he sees his allies are few uh, the goblins nowhere to be seen at the moment his immediate compatriots dead he looks up and sees that his enemies have grown and he's going to kind of put his spear on his back and hold his hands up and say well, maybe we can make an arrangement to tie this up as neatly as possible. Hmm? Is, is he talking to the, the big guard illusion? <laughs> like, is he saying that to he's him? In, including the big guard <laughs> illusion in the conversation. He's looking around, yeah. What do you think, Dacian? Isn't the arrangement that they die? Currently. Does anything sound better? What do you got to offer? Well, the way I see it is, if you want to make this messy, I'm just gonna hurt you as much as possible on the way down. That's the way my dad taught me, and he tasted pretty good. But, on the other hand, maybe I can just stay out of the way, help real quick with whatever you want from the wagons, and then I'm going to just slip away into the crowd and lick my wounds and rebuild. Uh, give, give us a minute. Um, I need to talk to Dacian. Um, so I'm gonna, like, pull mm-hmm. Dacian away just a little bit. Um, so this guy's a smuggler. Pretty low level. Mm-hmm. Do we know who employs him? Do we care? Is that part of the job? In my experience, you let the little ones go. A lot of times they're willing to give you something than the big ones. As a police detective, that's what I've learned. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I could use a little more information on the shadows for another job that we have, but I'm not quite sure what Marvin was up to. Hmm. So nothing, is anything we're doing right now for money? Collecting information on the shadows. Oh, that's it? Yep. All right. So maybe if we can get a precise location of where they started seeing them? Something like that, or more information about them. Or we could possibly secure a favor of some sort for a later date. As you guys are talking, there's a grizzly bear. (laughs) And what about that guy? A uh, little, little hard to miss, and it comes out and it stands up on its hind legs, and you can see it shake its shoulders a little bit and crane its neck, and it looks around, big wild eyes at the scene that's around it, and then it zeroes in on the knoll, and the knoll goes. Uh, negotiations may need to speed up a little bit. Um, this situation is probably going to escalate, and the grizzly bear just. Whoop, drops down on all, all fours and starts going and moving forward while its jaw pops. This might be out of our hands at this point. Wait, where's Maeve? Hey, Maeve! Maeve is going to be right behind the bear um, and just kind of striding alongside of it and kind of taking around it and she's going to point at the knoll and go, 
that one. Uh, I think there was also some in the wagons over there and over there. She's going to point to each opposite direction. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold, hold up a minute, Battlemaster. <laughs> From See, the first wagon, you hear. No, there's no one in here. <laughs> there's one in there for sure. Go get him. Go get him, Mo. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Talk to her, Daisy. <laughs> Hi, Daisy. Hi. How's it going? Right now, real well. <laughs> and he looks up in the hole. Same. So the way I see it is... Talk faster, it's a freaking bear. <laughs> <laughs> is he moving towards the knoll? Yeah, he's got a good ways to go, but not a good ways. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't agree to any of our... Ter- to whatever our terms are, your history. Do you agree to... Anything we ask? Uh, he stands up and he grabs his spear and he's like, no, no. And he starts backing up a little bit. <laughs> he's like, forget this. And he's going to turn around and he starts uh, bounding. He's holding his spear uh, like long ways, sideways in his hand. And he just starts Is that what bounding. your dad taught you? Do you want to make a kind of a check or are you just throwing some shade? <laughs> casting some shade. Yeah, check, check. Why <laughs> not? Why not? Well, maybe intimidation. Intimidation, 15 on the die, plus a whopping 1. 16. 16? What is your objective? Uh, Trying to take him off into coming back? Yeah. Okay. But not towards me. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, I say that, and like, if he stops, I'm gonna, like, step behind Dixon. <laughs> Uh, he's going to turn around for a second and he plants his foot and he like kind of just kicks up and he grabs this spear and he looks you dead in the eye and he pulls it back like he's just about to throw it and then this grizzly bear just moves in into a like not all four feet on the ground at the same time gallop kind of forward it's just massive muscles and fat rolling forward every time the front legs hit and then backwards again as it springs forward with its powerful back legs and he goes I will remember you scrawny one and then he turns around and starts bolting into the crowd pretty quick I'm gonna need to compare some stats real quick to see who's faster seems like a bear would be pretty quick I was gonna say Gonna put some <laughs> solid money on Mo. <laughs> they are about the same. They well, they are the same speed, and they are both going to. We're out of initiative, and they're both going to sprint. I would say at this moment, it becomes evident that this bear is going to chase the knoll through the city unless somebody intervenes away mm. from the scene. Sounds good to me. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the crowd parts like, <laughs> instantly. People are like stumbling over each other to get away and this grizzly bear moves right through the embers of an old fire. Like it kind of bones from this pig just go flying through the air and stick into the ground about 10 feet away as he charges forward and the knoll just moves into this crazy run where all the beads and tassels on his Outfit are flying around wildly, and he it just looks almost like something akin to a dog as he sprints forward on all four legs like crazy with his large and long arms kind of reaching out in front of him. And he moves towards a patch of buildings in the market district. You can hear, hear people screaming for guards and kind of congregating and half following this scene as it moves forward. 
and blissfully the attention is drawn away from you and your compatriots for a moment. What do you guys do? Maeve is going to immediately get into the third wagon and see if she can enter it somehow. Sure. So it's there, it's it's fast and closed with a lock just like the other ones were. You can hear kind of a little bit of noise coming from the first wagon. Okay. Do you want to try to smash your way into the wagon? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have, I believe, 18. Mm-hmm. 18. Yeah. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. So this door kind of bends and then just like feels like it's not going to give and then bam, it slams open and you see the hinges get pulled out of the wood a little bit and there is a sh- uh, shadowy room in front of you. You can see your own shadow and silhouette moving into this room and give me a perception check. Don't fail me now. Thank you. Um, 15. 15. I like you. I'm definitely going towards that wagon. Yeah, your, your <laughs> eyes are searching the dark frantically, looking for things to worry about. You do hear noises as this happens. You hear kind of this, like, uh, lots of rustling. Just odd, soft, and scrapey sounds from the left and right side of the darkness in front of you. And then you see the slightest bit of movement, and your attention shifts to it quickly as you wield your hammer, and you realize... Your, eye, your eyes and reflexes are drawn to the ground where your shadow, uh, standing there, takes the hammer that it has and it sets it on the ground and just kind of leans on it and looks at you in front, you know, just at your feet. Absolutely not. Um, and then your shadow, like, steps backwards into the darkness. No. Um. <laughs> no, he does not, actually. <laughs> I'm going to... I I'm going to like double check my fire rune, um, and then I'm going to whack it where it used to be with my hammer. Okay, you're going to hit the ground? Where the shadow used to be, yes. Okay. With my fire. Yeah, rune. roll it. This one. 14. 14. Uh, your hammer's glowing lightly in the darkness. And you bring it down, and the room is filled with a deep amber light for just but a moment. The ground where you slam uh, sparks out. Little embers go flying into the air, and then you see your shadow is not there. But when the light hits, you notice that there are four cages in this room, kind of suspended from the ceiling. (laughs) And there are figures inside of those cages. There's also a rug in the middle of the floor and some cabinets at the back. Maddox. Maddox! <laughs> standing at the door just like, you like hitting things, huh? Do you have some light, perhaps? So you can hit more things? No, my shadow got away. Your, your shadow, okay. <laughs> hey, Dacian! <laughs> I want some light, please. Okay, all right. Here's here's some light. So I'm going to cast the light cantrip mm-hmm. on my ring while I'm still wearing it. Sure. I'm um, just kind of hold it out and it'll step inside the wagon. Seemed okay. like something you would have handy. At this point, <laughs> I would say that Marvin has reached Solana and uh, gotten her attention, woken her, and you would be headed if that's what you would choose to do with yes. him back to this location right right now to yeah. arrive fairly shortly. Also, with this time, there is a not deafening, 
but very loud explosion from the first wagon, which was on fire. Uh, and then you hear kind of this... <laughs> You worked so hard! Wake up! Wake up! And there's like this smaller goblin and he's pulling his friend out of this wagon who is not moving. Uh, Part of his face is missing. Uh, Only one ear left and this bottle is just about jammed down his, his throat that he was holding to his his mouth and he pulls it out he's like wake up why is this life so hard uh what are you guys doing ignoring that (laughs) (laughs) Daisy I think you're the only one close to that wagon Um, Daisy was heading toward that wagon um before he heard Maddox Maddox calling (laughs) him So the explosion, which you saw very close, mm-hmm. mostly erupted right out through the roof, which is not the strongest material, mm-hmm. um, and out through the front, like you saw smoke and fire come erupting. Just like, I don't know if you've ever put alcohol in a bottle or lit in a bottle of alcohol, and there's just kind of this jet as air moves in, and uh, fire shoots out at the same time of very, very like hard to see flames. Hmm. Yeah, and now there's pretty rapidly growing flames reaching up through the roof across this one. The wagons are parked far enough away that the second one may not light. But uh, and the ground's made out of sand, so there's no imminent danger to the city or, or anything. However, you know, it could jump to the next wagon depending on how it goes. What to do? Um. <laughs> there's a creature in there. <laughs> He doesn't know that. He doesn't know. <laughs> I don't know how you could not know that. It screamed earlier, and it was oh, yeah. big and loud. Oh, yeah. oh, didn't it get out? Wasn't it the grizzly? There was no. two in no, there. No, there is a another large creature in there that uh, Maeve tried to talk okay. to. Gotcha. It didn't go well. Yeah. We weren't friends. <laughs> well, you don't know, yet. you couldn't really understand him. It's true. He was just saying a really loud hello. Mm-hmm. You find something to relate on. <laughs> May or may not. Okay. <laughs> He's gonna go into that second wagon. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, we're in number three. <laughs> <laughs> Attempt to converse with it. <laughs> sure. So Dacian enters the second wagon. You know there was something else in there. Mm-hmm. You're not sure what. As you go in, there's like a little, uh, there's a hole in the ceiling that's letting some light in. That's actually how Maeve got in mm-hmm. to the room, and the door is also completely removed and widened currently on the front of this wagon. So Wiped. there's dim, dim light in here, and you can see also just the slightest bit of light coming from these icy, deep blue eyes the very back of this wagon which are looking peering at you from the darkness you hear the slight rustle of large chains and kind of this as the large metal cage shifts against the wood that's locking it into place hi it's just quiet come here often 
Would you like to go? You hear the chains rustle again, and you see, kind of from the darkness, a little closer to the light coming through the ceiling, this massive hand as the chains rustle again, grab onto the cage, which are uh, interlocked bands of metal with rivets holding them together, and these massive fingers come through the gaps and squeeze, and you hear again just this is the wall and metal shifts and that's all that happens. What's going on at wagon number three? Uh, well, we just lit the ring. Mm-hmm. Now we're looking around. What's in the cages? You lit what? The ring the, with light. Okay. The light can't shift that. Yeah, okay. And you're looking at the cages? Mm-hmm. As the light fills that area, you can hear lots of shifting and fluttering and you notice there are what at first you're thinking oh are these uh um buzzard boars or are they just large buzzards or vultures but as you see the wings kind of part and move around and kind of get stuffed through the cage walls (laughs) as they swing left and right you see off-putting almost beautiful faces of women with dead not very intelligent eyes, and there Just are. how I like them. Yeah. <laughs> and there are rags tied tightly around each one's mouth so that their kind of long overbites are exaggerated, and they're making kind of gurgly, whimsical, almost musical noises through these gags, and their hands are bound. Would I know what these creatures are? Because I mean, I, me I know, but but does Maddox know? <laughs> well, you could give me a. I think this would just be history check. History check. History check. I will do. Maeve would very much not be even caring what's in the cages or looking at them. She is looking for her shadow. She okay. would like it back. It is gone. Nowhere. Yeah. Your shadow is gone. You do not see it. As light fills this area, you notice the harpies are. Casting shadows. I got 18, so would I know what they are? (laughs) Yeah, they're harpies. (laughs) So don't touch those. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, With an 18, you would know that they would love to do some singing. Just to throw a wrench in everything. If there's a cliff, they'd love for you to run off of it. If there's water, they'd love for you to drown in it. Just, they like shiny things and they also like easy meals. Me too. Yeah, shiny things and easy meals. <laughs> you know, you might get along all right with these gals. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're looking around. You know, they have, they're casting shadows with their cages against the wall. Your shadow is nowhere to be seen. What was the last place you saw it? <laughs> I'm going to point very sarcastically at my feet. Dacian, <laughs> hmm. what are you doing? I ran away up the wall. Took my hammer. <laughs> He's going to look the creature up and down again and ask it, well, if I let you go, are you going to hurt me or any of the humans in this city? It kind of interrupts you halfway through. Okay. And just, uh, just goes, <laughs> and the, the, <laughs> we definitely peeked out in the recording. <laughs> the, the bars bend, and you hear like you hear one of them pop, and a rivet goes pink, 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 pink 
across the ground and it's shaking like shaking the entire wagon shaking the bars you see it kind of stand up until clink the chains go taut and it's standing over you even though it's hunched like bent over stooped heavily and it's uh it's blue eyes are kind of filling the room with this cold light you almost feel like you can hear just the of strong winds and snow blowing through tall ancient timbers in a very old old rage hmm. you kind of translate that as no mm-hmm. alright see you later it turns out. It starts screaming, out. just screaming and shaking the wagon. You're assessing the situation, and you're like, if he calms down, we don't have a problem. If he doesn't calm down, I don't know how long that wagon's going to hold him. Right. So back in wagon number three. Uh, is there anything lower? Because we're like, our eyes are drawn to the hanging cages, mm-hmm. but is there anything lower, like on the ground? While I'm looking for a shadow, am I seeing anything else? Just a large rug that's kind of clamped to the floor. Like there's little, uh, there's little pegs that are holding it to the floor so it doesn't slide around while it's moving. Hey Maeve, you want to hit something else? Yes, please. <clears throat> what you got for me? Uh, that rug, can you hit those clamps on it? Try. Yeah, as Maeve is drawing her hammer up onto her shoulder to give it a swing, you hear this. We're back. We're back. I got her. I got her. <laughs> Great and job, Mark. I missed you. Come on in. It's we're, a party. We're taking a look. We're finding things. What's you going on? Oh, what are those? And he looks at the the harpies, and they're kind of like clink clink, moving and, and looking at him through the through the bars. Those things are worse than your wife, trust me. <laughs> oh, I hope she doesn't find out I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What's going on? Uh, uh, hard to explain. Uh, Marv. Smugglers. Yes. Maeve says with her, her hammer <laughs> over her head. And then swings. <laughs> and then swings. As Solana steps up into the room, you see your shadow. It's very noticeable. No rolls needed. It like looks at you for a second, and then it jumps, almost like it's swimming across the pool, and swims to the carpet, and it disappears underneath it. And then its head pokes out from the carpet for a second and I'm looks around. And then, no, 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 Maeve. The the, the clamps, not the I'm shadow. Trying to hit, I'm gonna get the Don't shadow. Don't damage the thing <laughs> under the rug. Just the clamps, Maeve. With the shadow. Swing. <laughs> She probably lets out a little scream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maeve clobbers your shadow. What? Yeah. <laughs> As it sticks its head out. Son of a... <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> That's a decent. Are you, still, are you still fire ruining? How long does that last? I'm still fire ruining. It lasts until uh, I take a long rest. Nice. So wait, you just have have it on until you take a long rest? Yeah. It, like it sticks on the object, not me. Oh, cool. So yeah, it's on my hammer. Yeah. So if I hit it with something else, it wouldn't do that. Nice. But I got eight plus one. 
So, nine. And your fire damage. And my fire damage, which does this wonderful thing. Um, invokes fiery shackles. Plus 2d6 fire damage. An enemy may, must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained for one minute. Wow. Wow. They're okay. fun. Don't pick a fight with me. Mm-mm. Or just win right away. Yeah. <laughs> um, plus another 8. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Well, that's 9, Hold right? Hold on. Then plus they get to reroll ones and twos, so. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Plus, yeah. Plus. So, you smash this thing as it's sticking its head out, and it kind of dissipates for a second and then re-solidifies, and it moves out from under the rug, mm-hmm. appearing more hostile, like it takes the hammer and pats it into its hand on the floor. It's very surreal. And then these shackles of flame kind of erupt from the ground and wrap over top of it, and it writhes and acts like it's screaming, and then just dissipates into smoke. And Solana, you're very worried for a moment until you look at your feet and you see your regular shadow just sitting there, (sighs) same as it ever was. Sorry. Behaving itself. I just didn't want anything attaching to you that was unnatural, and that did not seem like anything we wanted hanging around. Nuh-uh. Oh my gosh. Uh, She's very overwhelmed right now. (laughs) (laughs) Nag's just rubbing his temples. Uh, Is the rug torn asunder? (laughs) No, she hit next to the rug where the the shadow was poking its head out. Gonna hit the rug, too. Maeve, that was really great. (laughs) I'm already already winding up to hit the the shackle thing. Oh, that was a cock. Yeah, it was good. Okay, fine. Um, I got 14. Sure. So there's four pegs that are holding each corner of this into the ground. Easily removed by hand. Doesn't bother you at all. <laughs> you, you coil up and you pretty much punch this thing through the floor. And one end of the rug is no longer attached to anything, including like itself. Solana's just gonna walk up and try to pull one of the other ones off. Sure, so the other one, it's, it's like finger tight, and you're just like, and you pull it out. It's about four inches long, and it just looks like they tap it in there to hold the rug down. And you throw the rug back, and there is a trap door at the bottom of this wagon. Is it locked? It is locked. Yeah. It's also uh, lined in soft metal. Interesting. You might have a hard time bashing this one, Maeve. Do you mind if I just grab Daisy and have him do a little pick? Or Fine. You, you... I'll talk to the creatures. Okay. <laughs> well, don't let them talk back. Don't. They don't... can't talk. Right. They've so... got. They've got gags. So you just. So, wanna... so I take this off. You just no. Don't don't do that. <laughs> so you just want to tell them a story. Just see how far they've been. No no no. That would be asking them questions. So they would have to talk. They for... can nod. Okay. They're, they're like humming right now, all four of them. It's almost not noticeable. It just blends into the background. It is in harmony. All, all four of them at the same time are just kind of going... Yeah, this different is creeping pitches. me out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Remember, keep the gags in. I'll be back in a minute. I'm going to run over to wagon number two. Sure. Jason, uh, you left that wagon. Yes, he's headed towards wagon number one, where the remaining goblin is. Sure. He's just sprawled out on the ground, and he's kind of holding the head of his companion, 
and looking around with a very shocked, incoherent expression on his face, keeps looking up at the sun, then back at his friend, and then it's just the plume of smoke that's rising into the sky. Uh, he grabs him by the shoulder, pulls him to his feet. <laughs> he's wobbling, Monster. but he stands. Okay. <laughs> I need some questions answered, and drags him towards wagon number two. Towards wagon number two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. He goes, oh, no, I, I, I don't want to go in there. Oh, if, you, if you behave, I won't put you in there. Uh, what do you want? What is this, and how do you subdue it? What is what? <laughs> the thing in kit, wagon number two. Subdue it? Uh, well, I don't at all. <laughs> I just, like, I drive at night when, you know, the other guy, when they were awake or asleep. Um, I just drive at night and help load things, that's it. Um, they got that one without me. I was watching the wagons. They used the, the lovely ladies from wagon number three. Okay. So you don't control it. Gotcha. No. <laughs> what is it? Um, well, it's really big and hopefully worth a lot of money, which I'll never see or collect on now. You're probably right. What are the lovely ladies in number three that you meet, speak of? Uh, I, uh, why don't you give me a persuasion check? Would I be getting close to him? Yeah, you can see him. Well, you can see people from pretty far away. You can overhear them. Okay. <laughs> Nine. You said persuasion. There are <laughs> oh, okay. Pers- <laughs> persuasion. Okay. He, uh, he kind of winces when you say harpies, and he's like, yeah, yeah, they, uh, they sing. It's quite lovely, I'm told. Lovely enough to calm anyone down or have them jump off a cliff or drowned or whatever. So quite useful as long as you've got some wax and cotton in your ears. Okay. Now for or the ear, he says, looking back at his dead companion. Now for the uh, question that buys your freedom. Tell me everything you know about these shadows you can't, you met. Um. Gladly. Uh. Well, oh no. Well, what? So I get to I get to walk. Yep. As long as I get everything. Sure. You don't hold anything back. Come with me. And he walks towards uh, Maddox and wagon number three. Any funny business, and you definitely don't get to walk. I'm. You have my full cooperation. Okay. Lead on. To number three? Perfect. That's where I was going to grab you for. <laughs> Got something that could use your expertise. He goes, oh, okay. hold on. And he runs back to his companion and he, uh, like, closes his one remaining eyelid and then reaches underneath his shirt and he pulls out a key, which he just pulls and the cord tying it around his neck breaks. Hmm. And he goes, well, we had some adventures, but this is the end. We all meet on the road. And then he walks towards wagon number three. And he says, oh, I see you already found the box. Don't think me cruel. Remember, you said I could leave. And I'm only part of this operation, and I'm not the brains. I'm just trying to make some decent coin. I don't know why they wanted her. Uh, Open the box, man. 
pushes the key into the floor in a little tiny slot and twists it and you hear this and then he stomps on the lid and it automatically just opens up and inside of the floor there is a kind of lightly cushioned blanketed area there is no vents for air or anything and there is what appears to be an unconscious very large lanky young woman with tribal tattoos across her bald head pierced ears and she's bound very tightly and almost swimming in a pool of churning shadows ugh Hmm. I'm gonna drop my ring in there. Sure. With the light thing. You drop the ring into the quasi-darkness, and it is dimmed significantly in the room. Hmm. Who is she? Why is she in there? Well, um, she's... I get the idea. She's like a special order. She's a nobody. I mean... She has some magical capabilities. She's some sort of chieftain, chiefess of some nomadic people far to the east. And for some reason, uh, one of our contacts described where to find her, described what she looked like, and asked that she be collected. You can make an insight check if you want. I do. Nat 20. <laughs> plus, I think, 3. Yeah, nat 20 plus 3. 22. Okay, so there's something he's not telling you. Like he's dodging around, partially in his own head, but certainly not wanting to include in the conversation or discussion. Mm. I said everything. Why don't you give me an intimidation check? Twenty-six. <laughs> he winces and he goes, "Okay, this wasn't me. We were just the collection party. We're just smugglers. I mean, I've slit a few throats in my day, um, but the contacts sent a party ahead of us, and they wiped out her village. She's the only one left. They didn't want any witnesses." Okay. What it was in a large village, probably 40 or 50 of them, all mostly bigger than her even, and she is big. She's light, light-skinned, closer to white than, you know, just white Caucasian, uh, like actually chalky white. The tattoos stand out in stark contrast from her light skin, and she has long, thick bones, even though she appears lanky. She must standing be like six foot eight or, or nine and probably getting a look at her features not fully grown you would recognize she is a goliath which mm. is not terribly uncommon basically an ancestor distant ancestor of actual giants gonna look over me friend of yours <laughs> um mave is gonna like shake her head not yet um, is there a lot of room in the cage around her, like where the shadows are swimming? 
So she wouldn't be able to stand at her full, or lie at her full length uh, in this little compartment. She's kind of bent over in, in the fetal position. Okay. Maeve is going to put a stone rune onto her whip and then climb into the into the cage the girl. Sure. As you even near it, the shadows kind of condense and billow around each other, swirling upward a little bit, and they form kind of a massive chested figure with red eyes that are kind of smoking and pouring out the side and it, it's holding this long stick with feathers hanging from it, all just made of blackness and smoke, and it has this large head wrapping on its head with a skull that you can almost see set into the middle of it, and it stands in front of her, and it holds up its hand like, don't come any closer. I'm going to, like, square off with it a little bit. Um, be like, not gonna hurt her. But hold up my whip and go, not gonna hurt her. Just want her out. Why don't you give me a persuasion check? Yes. <clears throat> I Rolling have... much better than usual. <laughs> yes. Twenty-three. Yeah. This is my favorite. <laughs> I don't. I think it's the one. It's not mine. <laughs> much better than usual. You say this, and there's not quite an intelligence to this figure. It's almost the idea of a being, but it seems to register the words you were saying. You can't see its expression, but it seems to look at you suspiciously. And as you notice it doing that, kind of sizing you up a little bit, sort of, you can tell that there are other heads, kind of looks like a bunch of people coming out of a pond at the same time at the base of this figure and even like hands that reach up and then move inside of him into this these plumes of smoke that are swirling up to make his figure and you notice underneath the odd humming of these harpies just vibrating inside the room you can hear these ghostly spectral exhales and as you say that the figure kind of steps backwards as though walking backwards into a pond and then the smoke dissipates a little bit and even parts and as it parts you see the figure of this girl lying on the ground and she shifts a little bit and flexes and then her eyes open and they're like steely gray eyes and she looks up kind of not frightened, confused, and very numb. I want to sort of numb. And Solana, mm-hmm. you recognize this character vividly from your dream. Oh my goodness! Maeve has already climbed in, and she's gonna get like try to lift her up and get her like to stand on her feet. Sure. I'm going to um, in Go- in Goliath, ask her if she's okay. Okay, so you're gonna speak in giant? Yeah. Sure. You do. What's that sound like? Yeah, what does that sound like? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I speak giant too, so go for it. Jesus, set the stage. 
This is what giant will sound like for the rest it's of the It's just laughing. That's pretty funny. So, you calmly ask her if she's okay. She's gagged. Oh. But she kind of looks around the room suspiciously. Max just awkwardly waves. <laughs> she, helped by Maeve, rises to her feet. She's eyeing you to see if you are, like, going to move her to another cage, or if you are helping. She seems a little bit suspended in disbelief, very cautious, very open-eyed. Anytime anybody moves a little suddenly, she kind of flinches and tries to square off, but her hands are bound together at the wrist, fingers interlaced, and very tightly, like they're appearing pretty bruised and like there's low circulation. And she, like, looks down at herself and looks back at you and then shakes her head. No, not really. Can I reach her gag? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna She's actually down in the floor a little bit. Otherwise, you would have trouble probably reaching up to her. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, she's going to say that she's going to remove the gag in okay. Goliath and then remove it if she lets her. Okay. Uh, you reach to the back and it's tightly, tightly bound and knotted, but you fuss with it for a bit until you pick the edges out and remove it. And it kind of drops to the ground and she closes her jaw and it like cracks a few times as she does mm. and she moves her mouth around and then she looks up and looks like she's thinking reaching inside of her mind and she goes thank you am I to be moved sold and she looks like she really has to think about the words before she says them and she says them in common tongue? Or common. Uh, common? Okay. No. Hey, could you, uh, could you hand me my ring? She look, her hands are tied together. Maeve is gonna pick it up and, like, throw it at your forehead. <laughs> Th- thanks. And ow. <laughs> Boink! <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't catch it. <laughs> is her, her, feet, her, her feet bound as well? No. Okay. So just her hands and her mouth and somebody if they would like to make an investigation check try to deduce what that's about all right bad die bad die not ooh, the other thing you've betrayed me <laughs> not a ooh die no that's right <laughs> four i got a 12. 10. remember you can't roll under an eight right no that's insight insight right. okay yeah. uh nine a nine. A nine. I will say, Dacian, with your experience and with your role there, you would be able to deduce, based also on what the goblin told you, that she is some form of a caster and a lot of the best spells or even most spells require use of hands and use of uh, the voice to Mm. cast. So pretty standard to... When you are restraining somebody, which you've seen in the past, mm-hmm. especially with those crazy students on vendors from the uh, university there, or the academy, uh, they they restrain the hands and the mouth, and then sometimes there's even more. Strength. 
strict or effective magical suppression techniques that are used, which are actually arcane themselves, but that's a common one. Yeah. Like, you probably read a handbook that the guards get on restraining a magic user. <laughs> or learn from experience. <laughs> you went to the seminar. <laughs> Now, they're gonna try to cast charm on you. <laughs> they always cast charm. <laughs> this will wear off, and that's when you must act. Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maeve's gonna climb out of the cage, um, kind of shaking off like the, the, the shadows are still touching her. It was cool in there. I like it. <laughs> Not a fan. Um, so she's gonna climb out and then, like, I guess speak to her in, in common tongue. Come on here. Come on, honey. Let's get you out of here. In here with all those shadows making a mess. Come on. Right. Guide her shoulders to the edge so we can pop her out. Sure. Yeah. She steps out into the sunlight and winces. The harpies behind you kind of make little fluttery noises through their bound mouths. Does she not, like, are her arms and head, like, all open? Like, not covered? Yeah. Like, bare skin? Mm-hmm. Right. She's gonna give her her like put a cloth around her shoulders sure mm-hmm. maybe that'll help her not stand out so much because even a very in a very eccentric city full of flavor and culture like the paleness and the stark contrast of the tattoos mm-hmm. and the, like she has a nose ring and four or five rings in one ear and it just very she stands out in the crowd yeah also she looks pretty beat up so quite a spectacle what is your guys' plan? She tests her feet, feels them on the earth, and looks down and at her shadow. And her shadow is kind of standing very still, very dark, very motionless. So Dacian's gonna ask the goblin, so these shadows are coming from her? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Um, oh, yeah, so, uh, and she kind of looks over at this goblin, and her face constricts and contorts, and she, like, raises her upper lip and shows her teeth, which she almost has two canines sticking out the side, and she spits at the ground at his feet, and he goes, um, well, I don't know, but the problems all started when we picked her up. The, the, the handoff. Where was that? Uh, so the other the other end of the desert, closer to that big marsh, but in the hills. And you don't know anything else? No, we were just supposed to get her here, and then um, some guy named Billy was going to send some of his goons to pick her up uh, and give us not a small amount of cash. Okay. For a girl, this is a this is a being Hang of on, some man. kind. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I've been sold like three times in my life. I don't know what the big deal is. Did you build like character? <laughs> yeah, I just escaped. So, oh my. How do you? What have you done to combat these shadows? Um, more like pacify. I okay. tried giving one a drink. It took it. Um, it didn't drink it. It just turned it kind of black. It was weird. Didn't drink that. Actually, I threw the glass away. Um, and tried talking to them a little bit, and they seemed to listen. Didn't like that. 
So we mostly just ignored him, uh, kept an eye on him, and tried to get here as quick as possible with the kind of thought in the back of our minds, maybe if we get rid of this girl, then we won't have to deal with them anymore. Huh. So they don't really cause you problems unless you do something to them. Sometimes they look a little angry. A little threatening. Okay. Well, unless you've got any other questions, Maddox, I'd say he's free to walk. Where are you going to go? Why, uh, why do you care? Well, he did say answer all the questions. I don't know. I don't ever hang out here. Sometimes I go to uh, the Bucktooth, grab a drink when we're in town. I try to get a room. Sometimes I cruise the market district looking for, you know, goblin ladies. Well, I, I meant more, where are you going to go for work? I assume you've been working with the bigger fellow for a little while, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a good story. I'll tell it sometime. I don't know. Probably just... He looks around at the other caravans. He's like, probably just lay low and see if I can't pick up a job as a wagon hand in a couple of weeks after this blows over and some new caravans come in. Any idea where... What was that bigger fella's name? Bigger fella? Yeah, the one that looks like a hyena. Oh. Uh, Buck. Buck? Where does he go? Hmm. Did, uh... Where is he? Oh, he went that way. Um, I'm gonna point in their direction <laughs> that the bear took off in with him. Uh, he's just been making runs like this ever since I met him, and he doesn't much care to hang out in town. He sends his money back home. Ah. Seems to be investing in uh, a tribe. I guess I don't try to ask too many personal questions, but it seems like most of their tribesmen actually, instead of going out and conquering like the old days, they try to make coin and send it home. All right. For the pups. And mostly in this town, he de deals with uh, Billy. Uh, he was the contact, but we were told he might not meet us in person. He might send uh, Al. Ah, good guy, that Al. Mm. But it's usually with that crew. Uh, well, we do a lot of business with them, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, we've done business for much more powerful people, but they always send surrogates. Right. They use words, like. fancy words like surrogates. Annoying maids. Yeah. Yeah. We've dealt with them. All right, well, that's all my questions. Solani, any, any from you? No, I don't got questions. Maeve is going to look at Solana and go, can we just take this poor girl home? She's just been through a lot. Um, I don't think she has a home anymore. That's a great no. idea, Maeve. How about we, you take her to your place? That's what I was thinking. Oh, to your place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, let's do that. I found out a few things, but I don't know. Let's get her, let's get her out of here. She stands out a little bit. Great. Sounds good. Okay. Maybe yeah. gonna stalk off take, and, like, not wait for anybody. Take the, I'm just gonna kind of mumble to myself once they leave. Yeah, just take the strange shadow crazy lady to your house by yourself. That's a great plan. I'll go with her. <laughs> did I hear him? <laughs> well, I, was, I wasn't saying it so you could hear me. Oh, did I hear him? <laughs> what the? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are we doing PvP here? You got an 8 on the die. 18. That's an 18 on the die? Plus 5. That's an 8. That's nice. It just happens to be a 1 near it. 
<laughs> I got 23. Yeah, I'll say that you, Maddox thinks he's talking quiet sometimes, uh, and he's not. This is one of those times. All right, well, I'll look over him, and I won't say it super loud, but I'll be like, I'm going with her. <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm so used to talking to myself and hearing the other voice respond. I'm just going to be like, yeah, sure you will. Yeah, without me. <laughs> so a lot of it's just like confused. You can come if you want. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, no, I'm, I think it's just Did the... you eat today? You know what? I didn't. That must be it. You should come. At this point, you can actually hear that familiar <laughs> of a small uh, battalion of guards approaching the area. You can hear them making their textbook responses like, Please clear the way. Stand aside. What's going on here? Dacian looks down at the goblin and says, Time for you to leave or not at all. You look down and he's gone. <laughs> That's my yeah. cue as well. Yeah, I guess I'll make a stealth check for him there. So... Yeah, he, he got a 12 on the die, and goblins are pretty pretty decent at stealth, so pretty much as soon as he heard that pat, 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 <laughs> um, yeah, he has a plus six. <laughs> he literally just dipped out between heels, went underneath one of the wagons, if anybody happened to catch a glimpse of him, and dissipated it into the crowd. Mm. Maddox, if you... Uh, Maddox took off as well. Perfect. He doesn't mm-hmm. like the guards. Marvin, <laughs> is he still here? Yeah. Okay. And uh, you wouldn't be intimidated by no. guards at all. You know, most of them. Mm-hmm. Or no of them. Yeah. We should get and going. And if not, he's got a couple of oh, he can drop. Maybe it's gone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She, she was already gone for a while. Okay. <laughs> Maeve was gone. Um, Solana's going to catch up with Maeve. Because okay. apparently she booked it with the lady, so. Okay. Sure. So you just hand on her shoulder with that... Uh, that blanket kind of over her head directed her through the crowd mm-hmm. and you draw some eyes at first but most eyes are kind of looking at the smoke and talking about the freaking bear <laughs> uh, and occasionally there's this noise just like <laughs> from wagon number two and that's holding people's attention a little bit uh, Dacian what are you doing? Uh, he's standing next to Marv waiting for them to show up okay Marvin has his yeah, Marvin. <laughs> uh, think his thumbs in his belt underneath his gut and he's kind of rolling back on his heels and he's like well that was um yeah I mean I feel awful and great I feel great I helped uh, uh, crime was stopped today this is pretty good maybe the guards will finally see you know the importance of what I do maybe maybe well, we'll find out in just a little bit. Sure. They kind of pat forward, and you recognize the one who's in charge. His name is Serge, mm. and he's kind of a loud, boisterous fellow. Uh, you see him at, at the canteen fairly regularly when his shift is over. Mm-hmm. He actually goes there to find employees and brief them on what they need to expect or tell them to get on shift. Or mm. He's not usually there imbibing, though he does hang out once mm. in a while. And... He looks up and he's like, Dacian, what the heck is going on here? Oh, hey, Serge, just the guy I wanted to talk to. We have a, he looks over at wagon number two, very large problem about to escape. If we don't have any, 
if we don't have people. And he looks at hit the, the command under him, <laughs> the soldiers under him, to subdue it. Um, he looks down at Marvin and looks back up at Serge and says, Well, I came across this fellow here uh, doing a check, uh, search over of this caravan and, well, I found a friend or two of mine here and things did not go very well. He nods over towards the two dead wagon runners and says, they're, as you can see, things didn't work out too well for them. One of the guards walks over and like uses the butt of his spear to turn the head of the deceased goblin so he can see the side with flesh on it and he goes don't recognize him but well I mean we've seen these gnolls about lately and this guy looks kind of familiar the bigger one ran off that way with a grizzly that was in he looks at wagon number two in there <laughs> chasing him got out during the commotion a freaking bear, huh? Mm-hmm. What on earth? Oh, I wouldn't go into wagon number three without something to plug your ears. There's some harpies in there. They're currently gagged, but just a note. Well, nothing legal about, nope. unfortunately, bears, harpies, or what's in the second one? And he kind of, one of the guards looks in there, and you just see, like, his tassels get blown back as this burst of air is like... And he's like, holy freaking cow! And he's like, it's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't know, but it's it's big. I don't know how much longer that cage is going to hold out. Not very. Uh, and Which is why I'm so glad to see you guys. <laughs> so, Dacian... What do you recommend we go in there and stick it to death or try to get it out of town? He looks down to see what kind of... Uh, how they managed to move the cart in the first place. Mm -hmm. I imagine there's... Uh, there were creatures still around that they were using to pull it, but I don't know that if they're still there after all that. Oh. So they look like they were outfitted to be uh, carried by large boars. Mm -hmm. Looking around, you don't see any in the immediate proximity okay. of, of the wagons. Well, stick it to death, or we could all push and pull this thing out of town as fast as we can and just try to scare it off, though it may come back if we do that. He, uh, Serge walks over and he's like, give me a torch. And one of the guards looks at the burning wagon and he just pulls a piece off of it and hands it to him. And he holds it inside of this second wagon and looks in the back and he's like, goodness sakes. Well, I say we push this thing out of town. And he's like, go, uh, commandeer somebody's mount something big enough for this wagon and then I'm just gonna light the wagon on fire and if it runs off 
great. And if not, great. We'll take her from here. All right. Sounds good. If it goes south, I'll let you know that there's a crazed Yeti loose. Appreciate it. Well, anything I can help you with before I take off? I got a couple other things I was doing, but I'd be happy to lend a hand if you need it. Marvin goes, just so you guys know, uh, and you get the impression he's about to tell them about the human trafficking that's going on here, and you can interrupt if you want, otherwise he's going to, to fill them in on that. Oh yeah, don't forget the harpies, and Marvin here has uh, some... He's been noticing a lot of this sort of smuggling going on, but he doesn't know who to who to talk to about it. And he's been looking for a, somebody to communicate that to. He's a little understaffed to take this on on his own. That's putting it lightly, he says. Listen here. And he, like, grabs the guard kind of by the hand, sort of like, the, you know, his sleeve, and pulls him over towards the wagon. And he says, I've been working at this for a long time. The amount of illicit substances that are coming into this city and putting our citizens at risk, or worse, leaving our gates and endangering the world and our reputation. And his voice kind of trails off as uh, you can see a couple guards ran off to procure somebody else's mm -hmm. animal uh, and may or may not offer them payment to, for its use. But right. this is an emergency situation. They're mm -hmm. going to commandeer transportation. <laughs> Uh, and Marvin's talking his ear off. What are you going to do? He's talking to Serge's ear off. Yep. <laughs> He's going to speak over Marvin. Well, unless you've got anything else, uh, good luck in the... You know where to find me if you've got any... If I think of any more questions, we'll deal with the situation at hand. If I think of any more questions, I'll catch you at the canteen. Sounds good. And he takes off. <laughs> and you guys are walking back. All three of you are going to Maeve's farm. Mm -hmm. Plus the large lady. Mm -hmm. And the large lady. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Daisy, are you going to catch up with him? He's going to go to Pyrrhix. Okay. Yeah. So, you guys walk through the streets. There is, uh, as you walk, the rumor spreads with you. As you're moving, you can hear people saying, A bear? That's bizarre. Or it blew up? Or really? What do you think's in there? And um, people sounding concerned, like, you know what? They just need to be better about protecting. What could are walls if anyone can bring anything they want inside or out of them? And you move back to your farm. When you get there, your dogs kind of greet you excitedly. Like, she does not even flinch at the sight of dogs. She, like, almost smiles for a second and then looks very distant and. As you reach your property, you can see her very dark shadow is sitting there with its arms crossed while you walk. It's, it's not it's not engaging as she moves. It's just sitting there behind her with its arms crossed. And she looks up at this the fields and stuff and sees your odd little house. And she goes, is this your place? Mm-hmm. Been in my family for seven generations. It's all that's left of it now. And she turns around and she looks at her shadow and she says, Go. I'll call for you if I need you. And the shadows go, and like 50 or 60 figures go swimming away from her. 
at the same time and across and leaping into buildings, leaping into uh, passing wagons or the large shadows of the walls of the city and spreading, rippling as they move. And that's where we're going to call this episode. Huh. Hoofta. Thank you for joining us in tonight's adventure. Don't forget to tune in Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Alaska Standard Time to catch the next installment of Frontier Fiction. I'm Wacy, playing Dacian. I'm Zeb, playing Maddox. I am Veda, playing Solana. I'm Anna, playing Maeve. I'm Colton, DMing. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. If you want to interact with us, you can catch us at Frontier Fiction on Facebook, Frontier Fiction on Instagram. Every Friday night, we do a Zeb and Colton Couch Talk where you can catch us live and we'll answer your questions or talk to you and, and engage. We have this cool new thing now where you can decide by commenting. Whoever comments first decides how the episode ends. Our default is awkward silence. Yeah, it comes naturally. <laughs> uh, let's see, anything else? Am I forgetting anything? Uh, if I start rating and review yep. on your platform of your choice, whatever you can leave a rating on, mm-hmm. if I start rating. Yep. And if you write a comment, we will, or a review, sorry, we will read it on the podcast. We haven't done that in a long time. Oh, yeah. You guys won't leave reviews. Yeah. True. Just leave a good review, and we will read it out loud and give you credit. And... Or a bad review. No. No? <laughs> no. I'm not going to read anything but a five-star review. No, 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 no. It's nothing. It's a button click. I apologize. I mean a poorly written review. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be an essay. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I prefer it's not an essay. <laughs> right. Because that would be exhausting. Uh, on that note, thanks again, and good night, everybody. Catch you guys next week. Bye. Toodles. Keep your sickle, yes. Yeah.